Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Truth is, I have horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton. Enjoy the show. Join us July 22nd from 10 to 3 p.m. for the Equine Extravaganza at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion Ocala. Brought to you by West Florida Fence and the Horse Talk Show. Fundraising for Spirit Equine Therapy and Open Hands Animal Rescue. Enjoy a fantastic breed show from miniature horses to Clydesdales. With jumping and dressage demos, you can also watch barrel racing, dog training, mounted shooting, and enjoy food vendors and crafts for kids, plus a silent auction. Check the Equine Extravaganza fundraiser event on Facebook, and we'll see you on July 22nd from 10 to 3 p.m. at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion for the best in horsing around in the horse capital. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio, host and executive producer with dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. Thank you for joining us. We have an amazing lineup for the show. We have Dr. Kayot joining us in the second segment to talk about castration. Mm. <laughs> oh, good and, topic. <laughs> good topic, yes. And live in the studio, a very special guest uh, who deserves a uh, hats off and congratulations for an incredible job at the recent Land Rover three day event in Lexington, Kentucky. I'd like to say I ran into him, I didn't, um, but I was there, so perhaps I saw him. <laughs> he might have been one of the ones jumping as I was watching, uh, but we are thrilled to have Carl Slezak here with us to chat about his incredible uh, victory and numerous victories uh, in the course of his career, but this particular one, very exciting. Looking forward to great things in the future with this amazing horse, so we love having him here in the studio with us. Uh, we've got a few mentions. First of all, we want to talk a little bit about the extravaganza which is just getting better and better and better the florida mounted equine extravaganza which is to benefit spirit equine therapy and open hands animal rescue presented by west florida fence and that little show you know what's it called the horse talk show yeah that one that one july Um, 22nd (laughs) that's right and tammy has recently posted today They have some amazing horses coming to this event, and um, you can come and witness their beauty. Of course, the money is all going to these 501c3s. Um, They're going to have an opening ceremony with the colors, jumping, barrel racing, driving, costumes, liberty demonstrations, drill team, western dressage, dressage, mini service horse demo, mini therapy horse demo, and more. Lots of vendors, silent auction, great fun things will be going on, and they've actually extended it now 
It was 10 to 3, now it's 9 to 4 at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion, July 22nd. So there'll be a breed parade, lots of kids' crafts, great fun things to do, food vendors. Louisa Barton will be there. Oh, be there. <laughs> so will you. Oh, yes. Uh, so that'll be fantastic. It'll be a really great event. We hope you'll come and join us and help to support two wonderful organizations that do phenomenal things, as well as learn all about the equine industry and all the different breeds. We have 62 breeds in Marion County, and it looks like a lot of them are going to be at this event. Wow. So that's all, all good stuff. Um, so also to um, do a shout out for the Preakness this past weekend of course yes, we were absolutely looking forward to seeing Mage perhaps be a Triple Crown winner sadly he's not but he ran an amazing race coming in third and uh, Blazing Sevens came in second and then the winner was National Treasure but here's the big shout out all three of these horses started their training right here in the horse capital of the world, in Marion County. Mage started his training with Becky Thomas at Sequel at Winding Oaks. Blazing Sevens started his training at Nick and Jackie Demerick. So we'll just say that my Mustang probably ponied him. And then, seriously, it's possible. Can I touch you? <laughs> and then National Treasure, of course, congratulations to Eddie Woods and his team who gave National Treasure such a phenomenal start here in Marion County and put a wonderful foundation on National Treasure before he went into the training of Bob Baffert. Hats off to the Bob, um, Bob Baffert team who did a wonderful job uh, winning the Preakness, meaning we don't have a Triple Crown winner this year, but still well done. Mage, after running just two weeks ago, ran back third and actually at the end he looked like he was coming. I think if he'd had another... Well, isn't this one the shorter race? This is the race? short one, yes. Yeah. The Preakness is the short one and sprinters tend to do better in this race and, and the distance horses. And if you watched the Derby, then you saw Mage coming from like 14th or 15th at the back and coming at the end and so he's kind of a horse that I think he might have had another eighth. He could have... Uh, definitely if he'd had another quarter he'd have done it but if he'd had an eighth he was definitely coming so, um, so well done Mage. And listen, there's nothing to be ashamed of. You won the Kentucky Derby. That's a really big deal and ran a heck of a race two weeks later. So uh, shout out to Gentle Carousel Miniature Therapy Horses. That 501c3 organization are rocking this world. They are amazing. June 1st, they start their reading program uh, down here at the Ocala Downtown Market in conjunction with the Ocala Downtown Market on the CEP premises. And on June 1st, which is their very first uh, this summer, Trinity Springs Assisted Care is bringing a bus of seniors, including veterans, to join in on the story and meet Officer Magic, who is officially an officer of OPD now. There will be children who will be attending practice acts of kindness by selecting and giving stuffed horses to the seniors. Then the children will be given a new book to take home so they can accept an act of kindness. The police department are going to bring a police car to show the children the flashing lights. Flashing lights are mentioned in the book of the day, which is Officer Magic is my friend. After the program, the seniors will be going to dine in downtown Ocala to make a day of it. One of the veterans who will be attending is Don, who is Magic's friend in the movie that made it into the Manhattan Film Festival, by the way. Wow. Magic's movie. So I Magic, got goosebumps. I know. Is that a lot or what? Um 
they have actually been visiting numerous schools since we signed the CEP signed the um, with circus. The, yes, they've been the visiting spotted. with circus, and the kids and the teachers are all putting extra spots on this horse with non toxic paint, and every time they put a spot on circus they have to say something kind to one another so the kids are saying kind things to each other the teachers are saying kind things to each other this young man um has a learning disability and it this just made his day and he even had the shirt that says be kind on uh for the for the day to be kind circus is such a great little horse and is doing a phenomenal job they visited i think i mentioned this last week on the show they visited a school in a very rural area 400 kids and out of 400 one child had ever touched a horse before their visit and now it's 400 and now it's 400 that have touched a horse (laughs) and this young lady um actually in her wheelchair was totally made her year to be able to lead i don't know if you can see but she has the lead She's line the on lead the other line. side so she is leading circus back out to the gentle carousel van and please bear in mind gentle carousel miniature therapy horses is a 501c3 they charge zero for all of this they do their reading program they do the school visits they do all hospitals hospices disasters yes disaster scenes their horse magic is the only living most heroic animal in the top 10 most heroic animals in the history of the world she is in the usef hall of fame uh, it just to me, the whole thing is incredible what they're doing. And since we signed the uh, with the Marion County School Board on equine education for all age groups, Gentle Carousel have visited so many schools with their horses and more schools are calling. So they have 23 of them. They're all potty trained. They tap the ground if they need to go to the bathroom so they don't have to wear a bag. And as Pete said, they visit hospitals, hospices, disasters. They went to Sandy Hook Elementary. You should make a poster of circus, and every day they go up there and say a nice thing and put a thing. Uh, That's spot a good on. idea. Yeah, I think that. That's would be a great neat. idea. All the classrooms could have the poster. Yes, ma'am. That's actually every that's morning. a phenomenal idea. But they are doing great work, and thank you so much to them. And the the program down at the downtown market, uh, right here at the CEP, is completely free. There is no charge at all uh, to come and join in that. So I think that is something that... Come join us. Yes, that's going to help kids keep reading and learn about horses all at the same time and meet Officer Magic. And meet a horse that's in the book. It's a horse that's in the book. Yeah. There's nothing better. Oh, we love Gentle Carousel. They're amazing. Hats off to them. So coming back with Dr. K out next, talking about castration. Oh, boy. Stay with us. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Horsemen, are you tired of technology that doesn't fit your way of life? Lipchip, built by horsemen, 
four horsemen is ready to revolutionize your world. The answer is in the Hooflink system. Simply implant, scan, and unlock your horse's health information. From driving to Grand Prix jumping, all horses, all breeds, and all disciplines. The future is in the integrity and transparency of all horse sports and in the safety of our horses. The future is here and the future is lip chip. Experience the bluegrass. Step into the Elwood Hotel and Suites, situated in the heart of Lexington. Elwood is a unique yet familiar place, your home base to explore. Minutes from the University of Kentucky and the best distilleries on the Bourbon Trail. Only a short drive from horse country and from the iconic Keeneland racetrack. Full of warm, natural light, Elwood rooms are inviting, a space to retreat, rewind and relax from spacious rooms to extended stay suites each room is unique just like you don't miss a beat in your fitness routine either and your fairy friend is welcome too elwood has cozy beds yummy treats and snuggles too elwood is more than a landing place it's a tribute to a contemporary southern lifestyle a delicious place to refuel and to launch your Lexington adventure. Book your stay at theelwoodhotel.com and like them on Facebook now. Settle in at Elwood and begin generating memories in the heart of the bluegrass. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care with Dr. Adam Kayot, one of the ambulatory vets here at the hospital. And we're going to talk a little bit about an uncomfortable situation, castration. <laughs> and share with you a little bit about uh, how that's done. So Dr. Kayot, um, obviously the horse can be almost any age. That's up to the owner, but it's preferable younger usually, I'm sure. Um, tell us a little bit about the procedure for castrating a stallion. <laughs> I call it brain surgery. <laughs> so I actually do brain surgery. You do, do <laughs> I do brain surgery, surgery yeah. Yes. Uh, so typically, um, typically castrations in, in, in um, male horses are, is pretty unremarkable. Um, uh, basically, it consists of um, just removing the testicles surgically. You make a surgical incision. Um, you use a masculator. Uh, and I thought you were kidding when you told me it was called an emasculator. <laughs> nope, that's exactly what it's called. <laughs> that's exactly what it's called. So, so uh, you use that. 
and um, make sure you get all the right structures uh, removed and, uh, you know, lickety split. And then um, it doesn't take very long. Uh, was something you showed me a little something you said it's very important this is important it's important yeah so so when when a horse is proud cut what well, we've heard of proud cut typically the the head of the epididymis which is part of the that was the word that was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> head of the epididymis is left uh, so you got to make sure because that can still produce testosterone um so you, you want to make sure that that is removed um make sure you get that uh removed when you're when you're clamping so that is not left and they aren't proud cut because um it can uh that it, it won't give you the desired effect if that's left behind <laughs> so uh that's what you want to make sure uh, it's gone and you know veterinarians know that but if they're you know just want to make sure you do your due diligence take your time make sure everything's there i always talk it through in my head i always do it myself you know just just uh, okay, it's there. There it is. I'm good, and 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 we go from there. Um, typically, in horses, we don't um, suture the incision sites uh, in horses because they lay down in you know they lay down in poop and their stall and dirt and everything else. So we leave those incision sites actually open so they can drain and heal from the um, from the inside out. Not like your dog where they stitch them up and they put a the cone of shame on so they can't mess with, with it. Uh, we don't do that with horses. We typically leave them um, open. Um, <clears throat> where, where castration does get tricky is if there's a testicle that's retained um, either in, in the, in the abdomen or, or in the, in the canal. Um, I typically will then send those horses in, uh, in for surgery because you do have to go into the abdomen and you need a, a very sterile environment to do that. So that's, that's what I do. Um, those are your ridge lanes or, you know, your crypt orchid horses. Um, why does that occur in some? It's <laughs> a good question. It's genetic, you know, genetic. most of the time, um, you'll, if, if the stallion was crypt orchid, uh, the boys that that stallion has will tend to be more than not crypt orchid, you know? So, um, those stallions can, can, uh, can breed just fine. Um, so, uh, but that's unfortunate, but you have to be prepared for that. So horses, um, horses typically will have both, uh, testicles descended into the scrotum, uh, by one year of age Two, if they aren't there by two, then you're pretty much, you know, you pretty much gotta, gotta retain testicles. So I always make sure there's two there when somebody calls me out, I always, you know, cop a feel at the beginning <laughs> to make sure that I feel too. And, uh, and then we go from there. So I don't want to lay a horse down and put it under anesthesia if I don't have to. So, um, we do that. I do, I do most of mine. Um, speaking of that, I do most of mine under anesthesia. I lay my horses down. Uh, there's still guys out there and gals that do them standing, which is fine. I just, I prefer being laid, having them laid down. It's, it's, you can see better. I'm, my back is getting older and it's a lot easier to do it that way on me physically. And I can do a better job. Especially on a mini. And they don't, and they don't tend to kick. They don't tend to kick when they're knocked out. So they might kick when they're not. So um, anyway, that that's, uh, you know, to each their own, but that that's kind of the way I do it. Yeah. And what do you give them to, to knock them out, to sedate them? So I give them a, a sedative. Typically, I, I, I put them down with um, xylazine, which is, a, which is a sedative, and then ketamine, which is a dissociative. So it, um, 
the xylazine calms them down. The ketamine knocks them out, puts them in la la land. They're not aware of what's going on. They might have some, they might move a little bit or respond a little bit to the clamping, but it's, it's not registering in their brain that this is, it's basically a reflux reflex, um, that they're when they move. So, um, that's what I use. And then recovery time, cold hosing the next day. And usually about how long before they're kind of back to some sort of normal. So, so after yeah. brain surgery, after brain surgery. Yeah. <laughs> so typically, um, the day of the surgery, I just want, um, I want the now gelding just in a, in a stall or a small area that's combined, that's confined so that that clock can set up. And then day number two, I want, I have the owners, um, hose on this incision sites and I want those, um, horses exercise trotting around. You can ride them because the more they exercise, the more that drainage happens and the less swelling that tends to occur. So that helps with things. And, uh, even if, you know, like your mini that we did, um, even if you can, obviously you can't ride him, but get out there and chase him around the field, make him trot, get your donkeys out and make him go around, uh, you know, stuff like that will, will help. But any, any exercise is good exercise. And, and like I said, you can, you can start training these, training these horses the next day. So that's what. And antibiotics for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I generally put them on antibiotics for, you know, a week to two weeks, um, depending on, and, um, uh, just to kind of, it's, cover our butt, so to speak. But, um, uh, generally we don't have too many, too many problems. I mean, complications, it can get infected. That does happen every once in a while. If that happens, typically they'll start running a fever. You'll notice them go off feed. The, the incision area will, will swell up. And, and then I may have to go in and reopen those incision sites to make sure that's all draining. But, um, typically doesn't happen too often, but you know, you'll have that happen if you do enough of them. Very good. Excellent. So brain surgery, I mean, castration uh, on my mini last week. Great. Dr. Adam Kayot here at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital in Complete Care. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. The beauty of live is sometimes you forget rather important things. My you may apologies. not want to watch this with kids. Yeah, or my apologies swimish. if you were eating dinner or anything <laughs> like meatballs. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Sorry, I'm usually really good about graphics warnings. My apologies. Uh, but that's why, farm, that's why farm kids can handle a lot more because they get to see that all the time. This is true. And apparently there is something with throwing them on the roof. But yeah, I don't for know. good luck. <laughs> I don't know why that's good luck. But listen, if you have to, you may have some other creatures up there looking for a snack. But I guess <laughs> you can throw them on the roof. Anyway, my apologies for not having the graphics warning before we send that to Equus Television. There will be a graphics warning on yes. there for uh, the millions of people that will be watching that on all smart TV networks. So, But thank you to Dr. Kayot for explaining the purpose of castration. And actually, that was an older mini, but it was still wise to get him castrated. And it has taken a little bit of time to see some behavior change, but you do indeed see it even with older horses eventually. So with, some of it's habit. And but. with breeding, if you don't have top, stock you should not be keeping them stallions right exactly it's just not good for the breed it's not and the earlier the better on the age as well as far as if you're going to do it do it sooner rather than later but uh, little mini recovered very well from all of that even though it might have looked a bit he probably doesn't like dr chaot very well <laughs> no he's <laughs> he's probably not a fan of dr chaot but anyway i am so that's what matters right that's right Coming back, we have a fantastic guest here live in the studio with us. We're very excited to have Carl Slezak with us from Carl Slezak Eventing, and he's a big winner and a champion lately, so you know how we like to chat to them. Woohoo! Yes, find out more, stay with us. We'll be right back. 
This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. At Crystal Cryo, you can relax and enjoy a non-invasive cryo skin facial. Reduce fine lines and wrinkles and tighten the skin. Improve texture and tone. Stimulate collagen production. Reduce inflammation and acne. And increase blood flow to the skin, resulting in a more youthful, radiant appearance. And it all takes only about 30 minutes. Boost your confidence now and set up a consultation. Find Crystal Cryo at crystalcryo.net or on social media. Experience the ultimate in relaxation and rejuvenation. Pamper and revitalize your body, mind, and spirit at Crystal Cryo. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital in complete care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio with Dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. And we have a special guest in the studio live with us. We have Carl Slezak here from Carl Slezak Eventing. Carl, it's lovely to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for joining us. Um, you've had a recent really big win so congratulations thank you very much it was very exciting for sure it's very exciting so what did you win i won the uh costa quinn uh four star at uh kentucky horse park a few few weeks ago wow yeah it was very good a very very amazing uh, experience for me and uh i've been working really hard to get there so it's uh nice to, nice to uh, finally get one under the belt now tell us about the name of the horse because i awesome. am so curious <laughs> about so, hot Bobo. Bobo. That's that's part of the reason I bought her was her name. And uh, but it wasn't because you were in an Irish pub or anything. No, no. no. Well, so there's a funny, there's there's a funny story, for story. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but a hot Bobo is an Irish nightcap, and they dip the baby's dummies in yeah. alcohol to put them to sleep at night. 
So that's that's a I'm that's a I'm going to Ireland next month. <laughs> I'm so glad I know this <laughs> now. I feel better. A hot bobo. A hot bobo. No, Irish What's in it? I don't, I'm not sure what kind of alcohol they dip it in. Probably whiskey or something. But and uh, so the, the pacifier. The pacifier, yeah. You call it in America yeah. as a pacifier, a dummy, dummy in yeah, England, yeah. Yeah. But the, yeah, I was wondering what we were dipping in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're dipping the, the dummy in the hot bobo. It's getting yeah. really good already. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I yeah. was so curious about where the name of the horse came from. Yeah. So you love this mare. She's a, oh yeah, she's been my favorite from day one. Uh, she's she was quite. You didn't tell the others though. No, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> she's the favorite for sure. Um, she's my girl, and uh, no, we we bought her as a young horse, and yeah, she had some some challenges when we first bought her, but uh, she's come a long way. And from day one, she's just always wanted to be, be always wanted to please. But um, you know, cross country was a big thing for her, and she was really spooky. But uh, she's come a long way, and now she's on fire and and it's awesome don't you, you could look at him glowing yeah, he's glowing just, over I, here well he did just he's win yeah yeah <laughs> don't you find that those are usually once you get into their mind are usually the best ones they're like i don't tolerate this yeah. you gotta explain it to me a good mare will uh, will work picture. that's working for, with you is unbeatable and this one wants to work with me she's and she was loving she was just loving the crowds there i was actually the biggest reason she I like knows her. look at her yeah. she's like i'm it <laughs> I, that was the reason I took her to Kentucky was um, I wanted to see what she, how she would handle the crowds and um, you know the end of the season goal being the Pan American Games you don't want her to get there and have a meltdown with the crowds there so we were testing her out here and uh, she honestly in the victory gallop she was just loving it she knew the she's people were lovely. cheering for her oh. and uh, she's yeah, a beauty she's, yeah, she's, she? she's getting with the greens on <laughs> I know how old is she now she's uh, 10 this year Ten and you've had her how long? I've had her since she was four. We bought her in the, the November of her four-year-old year. So you so got just her come five, yeah. Very young, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So, marish stuff that mm-hmm. we all know about marish stuff. We all deal with that. But in different interviews, you've talked about how, even though there's always a bit of marish stuff, she's really kind of channeled a lot of that into this really positive performance, and that. You, you said it just now she loves to work and please like she enjoys it she looks loves for it. it yeah no she um, yeah, when, you know obviously when mares come into heat can be can be challenging with all the hormones um, that they just can't focus and uh, she's not that way at all she um, she definitely likes the boys um, and she she can make a mess in the aisle way that's for sure <laughs> but uh, but she uh, never never stops working like she will always she she's job. always on the job yeah so it's fantastic and we would love to. We would love to do some embryo transfers on her and see if we can't reproduce her. You can get uh, some more. Yeah, like exactly, that. Yes. exactly. Now she's just. Just that attitude is amazing. Like it's hard to. It's hard to come by that they just want to work and please. And she. I mean, there's other horses that maybe are uh, confirmationally better or um, just that maybe a little bit more talent. But she just puts her mind to it and she tries really, really hard and comes to work every day. Heart and desire. Yeah, oh my God, it's amazing. Yeah, you can't, you can't beat it. No, yeah. it's it's tough to beat. And, and and our sport being, I mean, so so tough and cross country being so grueling, it, you need that. You need that heart, that that drive, that want to, to, to just get it done. Um, and she's got it for sure. So we have new listeners all the time, and we also have a, a decent-sized audience that aren't horse people or trainers or riders. 
and so we've had eventers on the show before we've obviously explained what eventing is the triathlon the three yeah. parts and all of that but we'll just briefly go over that again for listeners who maybe don't know much about three-day eventing it's actually in my opinion the hardest of all the horse sports because you got to be able to do three different things really well <laughs> so that's really hard so there's there's the jumping there's the cross country and there's the dressage so you've got to have a horse that's that's got a lot of go and speed and and is willing to jump that can also key down and be beautiful in dressage as well so very hard to find a horse it's 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 close to impossible i mean i've had horses that are good in the dressage good in the jumping but just can't gallop um you know they're slow on the clock and uh and then other horses that are, you know, can run fast, but then can't ha- can't keep their heads together for for the dressage part. So it's it's a it's a challenging sport for sure. It keeps us on our toes. We're always striving to just be better. But uh, no, this this mare is uh, unbelievable, and I'm super excited about her future. So um, yeah, that's good. wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. You clearly have a bond as well with yeah. her that that's really special to you so she's a very special horse absolutely so you plan to take her to big things soon? i hope so even I mean, bigger i mean yeah, she's absolutely. already been big but absolutely you know <laughs> I, I, ideally uh we're aiming for the pan american games this fall and then um, and where are they they'll be in chile oh. uh santiago chile and then um again if all goes well fingers crossed that she can qualify and compete for canada at the olympics next year in paris Wow. wow. Yeah. And you're from Canada. I am Can- uh, Canadian. Yes. Canadian. Yes. I haven't heard the A yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been here? Uh, so we, uh, we've, uh, we've always wintered here um, since 2000, 2001 was my first winter here. So we do winters here, summers in Canada. Uh, but when COVID hit, we decided to stay. We always owned the farm here in, uh, in Anthony. And um, when COVID hit and Canada shut down, we just decided to hunker down here and, you were like, and why just go stay. Back? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we didn't own anything in Canada. We were just uh, managing a farm, and uh, yeah, so it was just a better situation to be. To and be where here. are you from in Canada? Just north of Toronto, just uh, in uh, in a, t- a town called Tottenham. Tottenham, uh, yeah. So that's interesting. Not that COVID was necessarily good for anybody. So please don't misread this statement. But, <laughs> yeah, don't say but that. I have heard a lot of people have told me that being you know after covid rather than returning because everything was shut down they if they were horse people they said well let's just let's stay in ocala yeah no for sure (laughs) they could carry on somewhat exactly i mean we were on the farm and and uh, we weren't going anywhere we were just training the horses right uh but even even in canada the i mean the farms were shut down the only people that were allowed in the barns were uh, the barn staff and the owner of the farm owners owners of the horses weren't allowed so I mean, we couldn't run any business no, um, so you couldn't keep your horses training really, no they didn't want anybody riding because they didn't want to tie up uh, ambulances should That's somebody fall off you know um, right. yeah so they yeah they basically the, the you were allowed to go in the barn muck the stalls look after the horses and that was it no no riding done oh my goodness so that kind of would have slowed everything yeah yeah for sure so it was ideal to stay here absolutely at least here if nothing else we could keep riding (laughs) and we could be outside right exactly yes outside that's nice we have good weather yeah but i mean it was when when everybody went everybody ran home um was kind of the end of march and they were still in indoor arenas it was still basically winter so yeah um yeah it was miserable that sound means we have to go to break but the good news is we have another segment with carl so i want to hear about the irish pub uh stay with us we'll be right back 
Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever heard of a horse that could talk? Listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. She's literally in love with every horse. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again. And now here's your host, Pretty Pretty, Louisa Barton. She's a Brit. She's got the gift of the gab, and her guests are fab. Welcome to the second half of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. He just likes saying that. Dancing That's Pete Rhoda from Complimentary <laughs> Horsemanship. It's the only thing she lets me say at the beginning. Oh, stop. It's because the only thing you don't mess up. No. Oh, <laughs> oh that was terrible. Wow. Okay, going back going to Carl's back story. To Carl's story, yes. Please. We've been talking about three-day eventing, uh, which is a extremely challenging sport very exciting uh, when I did it when I was a little girl I only liked the cross country that's all I did it for I wanted to go for a gallop the adrenaline rush <laughs> the adrenaline rush yeah. of the cross country yes I actually didn't like dressage then at all I thought it was really boring but most now I like don't. it most people don't <laughs> yeah when I was a kid I was like that's boring why do I have to do this I'll do it because it's part of it but I, I'm not going to enjoy it but I do like watching it now and I think it's a fantastic sport but as a kid I just wanted to go fast across the cross country. you definitely develop an appreciation for it it's not it, it's yeah. The cross country that gets everybody hook, line, and oh, sinker yes, for, for a three, three day event. Yes. Oh, that was the thrilling yeah. part. So. so, on the break, you told us the story about this great mare you bought at the auction. So, <laughs> so was, as a four year old, we bought Hot Bobo as a four year old at an auction. And um, I was not paying attention. And my wife just elbowed me and said, Oh, you tried this one. You liked it. And it's, uh, it's going cheap. And I just threw my hand up and I got the horse on the first bid, which never, ever happens. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then I was like, what, what mare was that again? Because there was five really nice mares that year. And, and then, of course, oh, I was like, oh, no, that's the mare that would rear and spin every time another horse would come at her. I was like, oh, boy. Anyhow, we bought her. We went back to the to the barns to to check on her, and the vet went to listen to her heart. And sure enough, she like tried to kill our vet. And the next day, <laughs> the vet went to draw blood, and same thing, uh, tried to kill her. And I was like, oh no. By the time all the quarantine is done, she gets back to here. Um, I come from Canada and uh, settle down in Ocala for the winter. It's like mid-January, still haven't sat on her. And I'm like fretting the whole time just for two months. What did I buy? What did I buy? Um, and I uh, was so thankful that when I finally got to sit on her <laughs> and get to know her, she was just like lovely from from day one, which <laughs> relief. thank God. Thank yes. God. Huge, yes. huge relief. And yes, honestly, huge relief. from, from, from th- that day forward, she's just been fantastic. Um, she was done with the same. She she was just done with the sale. She <laughs> she just had she, yeah exactly. Yeah. She didn't like people touching her. She didn't like people, random people trying her. I mean they got they get probably get tried you know six seven ten times a day for it's for three lot. days. So it can it can be a lot. Yeah. Um, especially sense. in Ireland where they don't they don't do a lot with them until they're three and then so kind of her three year old year they break her they bring her to the sale as a four year old. Um, and and, and then it's like, yeah, it's an overload for sure. That makes sense so, for a young horse. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about teaching and students. And, and I know you have some working students and, and bringing others along kind of with some some goals of what you what you want to do with them. So we, we kind of try to um, keep, don't put all our eggs in one basket as far as our business goes. So obviously competing and training is a big part of it, but then also um, sales and lessons. 
We have all kinds of students. Uh, my wife and I both teach, and uh, we have young riders. We have uh, amateur ladies, um, both of which can be are trying to be competitive uh, at their respective levels. Um, but we um, definitely, it's the younger crowd that seem to be um, trying to become young professionals themselves, and uh, those are always the funnest to teach. They're the most ambitious, and uh, we love we love teaching them. So we are currently looking for um, a working student or two I saw to, that, yes. to uh, fill a spot and uh, again try to try to create the next professional that's wonderful bringing yeah. up the next generation absolutely. in an exciting sport that it is yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. what kind of changes have you seen in the sport that you think are really exciting over the years um, definitely I mean like with, within Canadian eventing is uh, we have a new high performance committee and uh, they are definitely bringing a lot of changes uh, a lot more communication and stuff and that's that's going to be great for for Canada um, so it's as far as like now we just need to get y- younger blood there's a lot of young blood here in, in America uh, but we need to get some young blood coming up through the ranks in, in Canada and there hasn't really been anything over the last few years to to get truly excited about but I think uh, I think our program is going in the right direction and uh, it's exciting to see the, the progress and hopefully others do as well and jump on the bandwagon yeah and I like the working student idea as well because I think if people think you know well how am I going to have a horse and how am I going to afford all this and how can I do all this and and it it sometimes you miss out on some people who are genuinely really want to do it and are going to be great and that gives them a chance to work their way up I was I was a working student for seven years, and um, I got to go to the Olympics in 2004, Athens Olympics, and uh, as a, as a groom for the the uh, Gary Roke who I was working for, and uh, I mean it, it's a great experience. It's basically a university experience for horse people and uh, not becoming professionals. So that was um, I mean I don't regret a minute of it. There's it's hard work, um, but you get to ride a lot of good horses. You get to experience a lot of different things, and it, it just only helps you along and, the way. And don't you believe there's a difference between trainers that have had that experience and oh, the ones 100%. that go, oh yeah, I spent a couple weeks with somebody yeah. here and there and it's a totally different thing when you spend years with one person. 100%. There's um, definitely, I mean, you get to ride so many more horses and and that is kind of my biggest motto when, in, for any up-and-coming professionals is that just ride any type of horse that you can sit on. I mean, in some way, in the future, it'll help you. Um, whether you know, you just, you'll sit on one, and you'll be like, "Oh, that kind of reminds me of this one that I rode, and this is how it worked out." So, um, I think that you know, riding a lot of horses, um, you know, anything so is, is, is all good experience. And so, you know, the, um, again, not even just riding them, just handling them in different ways, the groundwork, the horsemanship. Um, it's all it's all so helpful. So I think, and, and, and to get your timing, you, yeah, as no, far as how, yeah. you know. I got to work this long, and then I've got to get this mm-hmm. done before I go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Teaches you how to manage. Following it. you, yeah. website, and all of that, and people find, want to find out more information or reach out to you about that working yep. student. So, uh, Carl Slezak Eventing on Facebook is the easiest way to kind of reach out to us. And uh, it's Carl with a K. Everybody yes. that's listening, not watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we do have a website, uh, Carl Slezak Eventing, as well. And, um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, you can find my phone number, um, pretty easily, right? Pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's on my, it's on my personal Facebook page and, uh, just reach out, get in touch. Um, my wife's got hers on there as well. And, uh, yeah, no, we're easy to get a hold of. So, so bucket list for you is really what you're working on now with hot Bobo, whose name I just, I love that name. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a great name, and uh, I I mean again, I easily could have bought her on their name alone. Yeah, it's just right. just very catchy for sure. So bucket list is really to compete for, for the uh, for uh, the Pan Ams this fall, and then the Olympics next year. That's Ooh. big, right? Yeah, that would be that would be super exciting. And will be that that be your first? That'll be my first Olympics as a rider. Really? Um, I was I was close for Tokyo, and uh, I just missed out narrowly. And uh, so this this will be my, it could be my first first game. So wouldn't that be amazing? It'd be very exciting. Oh, that would be incredible. Yeah, absolutely. we could say, hey, you know, we interviewed that guy. That's right. <laughs> Before he was that, we were talking <laughs> That's about us. right. But he's already that. that so yeah. I'm sorry. I love that jump. I stood by that jump. I thought, what a cool. That's a dog. Like, how cool hound, is that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, that's neat. How did you feel? That has to have been a really. Um, exhilarating moment I mean nobody uh, nobody dislikes competing at the Kentucky Horse Park I mean even if it's a smaller competition it's just great to gallop on those hills the footing is amazing um, but to have the crowds against the ropes cheering for you it's just there's no experience like it so um, I'm definitely I always look forward to going there and competing at that level and then and the feeling when you won has to oh, have been like yeah, wow. it's yeah just, absolutely it yeah, was like a dream country you yeah, know you can't at all it's uh, it's sometimes just like it's unbelievable that it happened so um, yeah, no, and it's you exciting. had some hot competition. So. Yeah, no, there was definitely some some serious competition, and uh, I'm sure we'll compete against them again, and hopefully we can mm-hmm. we can come up with it again. It's piranha. I got you a goodie bag. Excellent. Good news from Piranha. So uh, there's all sorts of things in here that you can you can try, and they Excellent. all work. So. Excellent. Thank oh, you very I much. I want to thank you so much. I appreciate. We want to wish you all the best, and we'd love to see you at the Olympics. We'll be right back on the Horse Talk Show. Stay with us. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Having an air conditioner that works well in Florida is a must. Experience peace of mind by working with Florida HVAC Services, a family-owned and operated company taking pride in always putting their customers first. Providing air conditioner repair, installation, and maintenance services on all makes and models. For those suffering from allergies or asthma, air quality testing is recommended and hospital-grade air filters are available. Ask about a pure air filtration system today. Check them out at flhvacservices.com or like them on Facebook. Florida HVAC Services, serving all of North Central Florida with honesty, integrity, and the highest value of workmanship. And that's 100% guaranteed. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Join us July 22nd from 10 to 3 p.m. for the Equine Extravaganza at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion Ocala. Brought to you by West Florida Fence and the Horse Talk Show. 
fundraising for Spirit Equine Therapy and Open Hands Animal Rescue. Enjoy a fantastic breed show from miniature horses to Clydesdales. With jumping and dressage demos, you can also watch barrel racing, dog training, mounted shooting, and enjoy food vendors and crafts for kids, plus a silent auction. Check the Equine Extravaganza fundraiser event on Facebook and we'll see you on July 22nd from 10 to 3 p.m. at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion for the best in horsing around in the horse capital. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louise Varton here in the studio with Dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. We still have Carl Slezak here because <laughs> we didn't want him to leave yet. We were enjoying his company. so. Uh, but we are going to chat a little bit about driving. And uh, as my full-time day job is with the chamber, the director of the Equine Initiative, we have a monthly meeting either at the CEP building or on location at a farm. We were very fortunate last week to be able to go to the farm of Mary Phelps and Wayne Humphreys, which was a blessing. It was an amazing event. Uh, Mary actually was interviewed uh, by one of our staff at CEP here that will be on The Buzz and also on TV20 next week. Mary is she'll probably kill me for this but she's 72 years old and she's going to 72 years young young she's going to compete for the usa in the netherlands with her ponies and they're shetlands they're amazing little ponies and they do a phenomenal job for her and they actually were the first briar of 2020 and this was actually the first box that she gave to me and signed which is pretty cool um so there these two ponies are two of her four that uh, are briars which is a big deal to be a briar and be collectible and mary's pretty amazing we had a group of i don't know about 65 or so probably people yes, out there ma'am. at her farm in micanope which is beautiful and wayne uh had bouncer out there and we we had the the Shetlands, and we got a wonderful demonstration. I've driven five times, probably less. <laughs> Two were just passed me the reins. An Amish guy that's friend of mine said, "Here, drive this," yeah. and I said, "No, there are innocent people on board." Um, but yeah, but real driving, probably three times. Uh, but Wayne has has taught me well, and the pony makes me look good. So I got to drive Bouncer. I think we have some footage of me driving Bouncer. 
and that uh, that's Bouncer that's the mayor of Ocala Kent Gwynn who came out which was really nice Bouncer's 27 years old he actually beat his Royal Highness Prince Philip at his own sport so Bouncer's a, a world champion pony Welsh pony and really really a, a Welsh cob really a great fantastic horse and here is if you're watching if you're listening you'll have to trust me <laughs> if you're watching you can see a couple of the flying gangsters here with uh with mary and one of her team members there behind and driving is way different than what you think so when you're if you're used to being a rider and used to being on top you probably think oh driving isn't nearly as exciting or interesting but you'd be surprised I was surprised when I did it for the first time. I, you almost still feel like you're riding. I don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, well, you're riding part of it. Yeah. <laughs> you're sitting on the other. Yeah, part. but you don't. But you, but you really do still feel that same endorphin that you get if you love to ride or you love to be around horses. You get the same endorphin. You don't think you do because when you see it, you think, "Oh no, I'm just sitting in the carriage behind," so it's not. But you get that same. Well, at least I do anyway. Afterwards, I'm like, whew, that was amazing. Especially when you're flying around the cones. And what's neat about, well, and, and the driving competition yeah. is very similar, similar to, to three, your yeah, sport. Absolutely. Because I've always said if I, yeah, I've yeah. always said if I didn't uh, event, I would I would give driving a shot for sure. It looks like a lot of fun. You and, should come out yeah, to I, I would love Wayne. to. Yeah, I would I, love to. Listen, they'd have you out in a Wayne would love it. Awesome. If you would come out and drive well, let's go. with him. Let's do it. Okay. We'll film it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This would be great fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you, and you'd probably be just natural. I'd, I'd, give, I'd give it a go for sure. <laughs> I would love to see that. It was really an amazing experience. I think everybody was just impressed with... It was a big turnout for big turnout. vendors as well as everything, except for we had a little bit of rain. We did, but that gave us a little networking, meet people, talk to people, get to know people. But just being out there and being part of the blessing of the ponies, which was really neat. Oh, and Sister's Place. Yeah, we had... You've s- eaten at Sister's Place? No. In Williston? No. Oh, you got to change oh. that. You gotta ch- it's going to change your life amazing that, yes. looks, that looks amazing yeah the, the, the food everything they make is homemade nothing's wow. ever frozen everything's all their own recipes uh, they catered uh, and that the food was amazing wasn't and get it? the dessert oh, to there was go cucumber sandwiches <gasps> if you go to sisters get the dessert just don't take a bite on the way home because you will finish it <laughs> I, I made that mistake you feel sick that night yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like peach cobbler heck yeah oh my gosh and I finished it oh that peach cobbler is off the charts but then father george came out with his team um from the church uh that mary and, and wayne go to and they did a blessing of the ponies for traveling oh. which was really nice and uh and they they said a prayer over the ponies for their their trip overseas i thought that was really fantastic and we really just had an uh, i think that was right before the rain i think right after that it poured down we had a chance to all chat and see the ponies barn and visit with them and uh and doesn't mary do this every time she goes and yes. she wins yes so that's why she keeps the, huh. the blessing going yeah. yeah she's keeping the blessing going yeah, and yeah. it's not a bad idea uh not a bad idea at all to keep and that's a that's quite a journey for those ponies that's a that's quite an undertaking they'll be over there training for a couple of months before they actually compete so it is it's quite a it's quite a journey quite a trip for them and and a, a lot with the carriage and everything that's got to go and the staff and 
it's a pretty un- big undertaking. I can imagine the expense. I went over last year for badminton in the spring, and that was expensive. So <laughs> taking a carriage over and your yes. team, oh, my God. I think she told me for something like $150,000 or something wow. investment for the for the summer. Well, doesn't she have to take, yeah, doesn't she have to take four or three? She has to have a replacement just in case. Yeah, she has to, she'll, she'll take the four ponies, yeah. the, the carriages, the staff, her and Wayne. Amazing. It'll be a... It'll be an undertaking. Mm-hmm. It's quite a thing, but we're proud of her, and, and it's a, it's a huge undertaking. And we certainly would love to see her bring back the gold and uh, Bouncer, who is uh, amazing, absolutely amazing pony, twenty seven years old. That I have an opportunity to even go out there and and learn. And uh, there's Wayne, and they have an amazing setup because they have the dressage course, they have the cones course, and then they also have a a trail that they've cleaned out behind their place they've kept a couple of acres that's all treed and you can actually go and afterwards they call the horses off riding through the trees oh, nice. back there and, uh, and you had your helmet on this time i did yes i forgot it when i went to practice but i hadn't actually driven for about a year and a half i think and so wayne said when are you coming out to practice before the event i said i think i better and i did and i loved it again because it's and you said he was voice Yes, bounces all boys. Please. Trot, whoa, Emma. yeah, everything, everything you tell him to do, he's he's a veteran and he's semi-retired really, so he hasn't driven very much, but he made me look good and I enjoyed it. So I want to thank Mary and Wayne very much for an incredible opportunity for people to learn and watch the demos and hear about their trip. And the vendor village, as Pete said, was absolutely fantastic. And we just wish Mary all the best, and we hope that uh, she brings back that gold medal for the for the U.S. And we'll be, of course, keeping track of her over the course of the the next couple of months as they travel and train, and uh, and hope that uh, that the trip is a success. But the event was wonderful, and we hope to make that an annual event that we can take people back year after year. So, and it sounds like now we may be taking Carl out there to. <laughs> Film him. <laughs> Have you ever driven? No. Never? No. I, not I, even I, just no, for fun? No, not or? even for fun. No. I, I, long lining? Oh. I've done a little long lining. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going to love this. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited. I you'll, can't wait now. You'll love it. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you can come with me on Friday. I'm <laughs> yeah, going sure. on Friday morning. Perfect. <laughs> so Done. Sign me up. Sign it up. Put yeah. it on your calendar. I'll text Wayne. I'll yeah. say, because I promised him, didn't I, that yes. I would come out and and I would get back in the in the routine. So there you go. Friday Excellent. morning, you're booked. Did you hear that, Wayne? I hope you're watching. <laughs> We'll be back with the last segment in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center.
This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show for this week, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Broadcasting live from the CEP Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital of the world. We're going to start off this segment with Dancing Pete's Tip of the Week. Dance and Pete, tip of the week, brought to you by Complimentary Horsemanship. A lot. <laughs> okay, today's tip of the week. Don't be afraid of going backwards to go forward to meet your goal. So I always say to my students, name a sport that you have to go backwards to go forward to hit your target. And the first time I said that to a student, I thought of archery. And then I went, oh. wait a minute, baseball. Bat goes back to go forward to hit your target. And then I went, name a sport you that you don't go backwards to go forward to hit your target. And then I went, horsemanship, usually. Because <laughs> most people think you just got to go forward. And Carl would probably say, sometimes you got to back up, Take fix the thing. Back. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So that's my tip of the week. Don't be scared to go back to fix something so you can move forward faster. Mm. Mm. Good advice. Food for thought. There you go. And what about rebooting your health equestrians? Hi, this is Fabian Ronick with Reboot Self-Care Center, and this is your tip of the day. I wanted to talk about how you can improve your water. So I know there's a lot of different waters you can buy out there. The basics are water's designed to have minerals in it, right? When you get filtered and purified waters, usually to be safe, they take out all the good and the bad. So what you can do to make it very simple and cost-effective for yourself is buy pink salt, Himalayan pink sea salt, take a pinch of it and put it into all the water that you drink. And that's gonna put 90 plus minerals back into your water. And then your cells in your system can absorb it more effectively and you're actually getting a water with minerals in it instead of an empty water. So that's a good tip for you, adding pink salt into your water. We also have a product that's an electrolyte replacement that has all your essential minerals in it and some other good stuff that you can just put into your gallon jug a day and just drink out of it through one or two days. So that's another solution that we have at Reboot. 
And don't forget, if you're an equestrian, usually means you have a horse. You also have another four-legged creature that's rather important, and that is if you have a horse, you usually have a dog or two or so. The Horse Talk Show goes to the dogs at Ocala Dog Ranch. My name's Neil Hennessy. I'm the owner with my wife, Sally, of Ocala Dog Ranch. And our tip for this week is exercise. Most behavioral problems can be solved by exercising your dog on a regular basis. Exercise should be a little bit more than just walking around the block. You should try and incorporate some uh, playing skills with balls to get them tired, and then maybe do some mental exercises using food puzzles and treats and to get their brain engaged. That was good, right? Ocala Dog Ranch. Neil, my favorite Brit. Oh, I can't say that. I know some other Brits. Never mind. Uh, oops. He's in my <laughs> Sorry, <top>. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Georgia. Um, we got a few mentions. Um, the Pasifino Show is happening at the World Equestrian Center, also called the Extravaganza, not to be uh, confused with the other Extravaganza because the Florida Mounted Extravaganza is a different Extravaganza, but they're both extravagantly wonderful <laughs> and that is the 25th to the 28th at world equestrian center you can go watch the pasifinos in action uh, ali ortiz has been uh, posting that for the united pasifino group here and it is usually a wonderful uh, show and you get to see all the different types of pasifino uh, gates that they have whether it be the pleasure or the fino or the uh, there's a number of different kinds of gates but it's really exciting to go and watch and the pasifino folks know how to have a really good horse show i'm just going to tell you and they're very friendly so oh, if you show super up friendly they're yes. super friendly it's how every show should be yes i mean they invite you over hey you want to meet my horse and oh, all this they do listen the last time i went to one the pasifino the the gentleman uh jose who is over the entire national pasifino group actually put the mayor of ocala on his stallion oh wow and said, yeah, just let's take him for a ride. Have you ever ridden a Pasifino? I have. They're so comfortable. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. You've ridden one? Yes, yeah. I was at now a fair. Now, this is unusual yeah. for an eventer. Well, that's like Georgia. <laughs> she shows them, and yeah. then she told me all of her background. Yeah. She could ride, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, regular yeah. horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, it was at a local fair, and uh, they were doing a demonstration. I was like, yeah, let's, let's give it a shot. And he gave me, a coffee, ca- gave me a, co- a coffee cup, and he's like, don't spill anything. I was like, oh, God, here we go. And it was the smoothest ride. It didn't spill a drop, and it was awesome. Yeah, I was training a Paso, and it took off with me, and I was bareback with just a halter. And I went, oh, boy. And then I went, I'm oh not boy. going anywhere now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so Yay. Smooth, so it's smooth. phenomenal. Yeah. I went, I rode one for the first time at Ali's farm. And again, a horse that just made me look good, you know, because I had never ridden one before. And I said, gosh, this is amazing. And so Ali said, well, would you like to show this horse? And I said, like in a real show? And she said, yeah. We got a show coming up sure. next week. See, how, many av- how many inventors do that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not that you want them to ride your horse. And I said, sure. So yeah. I I went on my second time ever riding a Pasofino. I went in a show. Huh. And that's, I got a ribbon. That's, that's pretty awesome. awesome. I know. And it, okay, it was a fifth, but there were not five yeah. people yeah. in the class. 
They were like 20. Yeah. So it you wasn't had, bad. You had, so you had fun. I, yeah. I had a blast. I there didn't care go. if I didn't get a ribbon yeah. at all. But the fact that it was a, really an experience and yeah. they are so comfortable, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they are. I mean, it doesn't, it, people look at it and they go, oh, that's. Well, look, it looks like it's so choppy, but and no. It's not. No, it's, it's awesome. It was, that was an amazing experience. And yeah. I love to go, well, and you're right, they know how to welcome people. They are yeah. so, come on and watch our so, show. So many sports need to go and watch them and say, hey, we need to invite people in. I yeah. know. I know, because it makes a difference. People love that. They really do. And while we're talking about extravaganzas, don't forget, I'm going to mention this a lot between now and July 22nd. This is going to be such a wonderful experience. You do not have to be a horse person to enjoy the Florida Mounted Equine Extravaganza because you're going to see so many different breeds. July 22nd from 9 to 4 p.m. at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion presented by West Florida Fence. And And the Horse Talk Show. Yes, lots of demos, a breed parade. And while we're talking about the Florida Mounted, I just want to say Eddie and Tammy Leedy are some of the most wonderful people uh, that I've ever met. And just this past week, I had a situation where a gentleman who was in New York in the hospital had a horse here in the Micanopy area, Georgia, who had actually uh, been abandoned by her pet sitter and she was running out of water and I checked on her and then I was actually out of town in Largo when we found out that the pet sitter had indeed abandoned Georgia in the field and she did have a little bit of water left but lots of grass but alone the other horse had actually been taken out of the field and she was running around and Tammy Leedy organized uh, the horse being picked up being taken to some friends of theirs farm who I had the pleasure of meeting and I got to chat to the Davis family last night when I visited the horse that was moved over there Georgia and I found out something really cool other than the fact that Pat and her husband are wonderful people the whole time I've said in the horse capital of the world we really need horse costumes because you know how much I like costumes so guess what Pat does builds costumes she does oh my mybuddybling.com is where you need to go and get a horse costume just saying thank you guys so much for helping georgia thank you carl for being with us whether you're in ocala marion county the horse capital of the world or not happy horsing around till the same time next week